like fully delete that from my brain. And it's been, I'm I'm pretty close. Like I've almost kind of forgot that we even played in the SEC championship at this point. But uh, well, keep telling yourself we, that. Well, then we had to. Yeah. Well, then we had to like do this. So. <laughs> Just reliving everything. It's great. I, I did ask my I asked or uh, my dad asked me at work. He's like, so uh, what you what you doing tonight? And I told him like that you and I were recording tonight. And he's like, why? <laughs> I was like, I mean, you have a you have a point. Why put yourself through this? But uh, I think there's 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 a lot to be said, and then there's not much to be said. Uh, I think uh, buckle up, you're in for an emotional roller coaster uh, because the it was um, this past weekend was a wild ride. Both of us were in attendance. We did get to to run into each other while we were in Atlanta, and uh, both had good tailgating spots. Really, the the vibe going in was 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 good. I mean, it was ton oh, yeah. of dogs. Ton of ton of dogs there. Uh, LSU, it, it when outside of the stadium. I don't know if it's just because they're wearing purple and it's and yellow and it's real obnoxious, but they were very. Uh, it just seemed like there was a lot more of them there. But I guess it was probably just because they were all congregating kind of in that that area, kind of the game day area, which well, was, was really close by. I was texting uh, on you know on our group text about it, but once you got in the stadium. I'd say it was at least seventy five percent dogs. I mean, it was it was large majority when we were on defense. At least whenever we were uh, in in still in the game, you know, in the first like five minutes, um, when we were on defense, it sounded like Sanford Stadium in there. It was loud. There was that one drive. It was that one third. There's a couple like two two third downs. I remember when it just got it got so loud. I mean, it it was it was a great atmosphere i mean we've been in every sec championship in the bins i mean which which is a which is a great accomplishment i mean us getting there three years in a row is is remarkable and and i think um i'm thankful that we've done it at this point i don't know if i want to go back (laughs) not not the team not the team the team can go back but i don't know if i need to i'm one in three i'm one of the one of the first sec championship in there and then I've been to each one that we've been to since then. Went to the national championship. So, you know, you get your win early on. You're feeling good. I'm like, man, this is going to be our stadium in here. Atlanta's going to be the new capital of dog country. And then we just get slaughtered last weekend. Uh, lose two nail biters, I guess you could say, to Alabama in a row. So I, I don't know, Chance, if, if we go back again. And I said the same thing this year. But then whenever your in-laws are like, hey, do you want to go? I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Well, and I, kind of going in, even last week we both talked about, had a, had a confidence and kind of it was starting to build up. Like we felt really good about our defense. And I think we've all just kind of talked ourselves into it a little bit over the course of the season. I mean, as much, as, as much talk as we do have. But – we had uh, we had no we we once a, <laughs> that first drop ball by Simmons I you just kind of get that that feeling and then uh, I know there was there were some moments there early on but uh, we just we were not prepared emotionally for that game we from a personnel perspective we were not prepared for that game uh, I I don't I mean I think we got out coached in some places but I I think it was just from an execution perspective on offense, we just we didn't do 
we, we couldn't do anything. And and that and I really think our defense holding them to 17 points at half is all we could have asked for. I mean, in, in, in my opinion, I mean, or at least keeping it to um, keep keeping it to two touchdowns. And but you've got to capitalize on the opportunities we had. And uh, man, we couldn't do jack. Like it, we were just all this talk about. I mean, LSU heard it all over the last few weeks. They've heard their defense is their defense is weak, and Georgia's going to have a chance to take advantage of it. And mm-hmm. we. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take <laughs> oh god jancy you're getting that hysterical laugh right now i'm gonna take hold on let, let me take the reins real quick oh jesus i will say this not all right so not, i mean i never thought that we were going to be able to score like a ton of points on them to be honest with you I, I and i thought that like if if we were going to win that football game we were going to have to and i and i'm hey man i'm a georgia football fan I'm a dog fan, and I'm I'm not a Disney dog. I don't think we're going to win everything. But, man, there's something to be said about having some hope and, and, and having fun, man. If I went into every game and I thought we're going to get slaughtered, what's the point? What's the point of being a fan? What's the point of, like, getting the, the degree and being proud of the University of Georgia football if you're not going to have a little hope and, like, your team doing well? And, I mean, obviously, it it's, you know, it helps that you've had some success lately, but even back in the dark days, you know, you you mentioned 2009. What about 2010 when we had our first losing season? I mean, I still was, you know, I still watched that damn bowl game against Central Florida. <laughs> I still watched it. Did I like? I mean, did I have a whole lot of hope that we were going to win? I guess so, but that's just that's just how that's what that's how it is. That's how it is. But. I just want to circle back around to basically say, you know, going into that game, we were fed a lot of coach talk, too. You know, we were told that Swift was going to be, you know, healthy and ready to go. Swift was not healthy, and he was not ready to go. I mean, they barely even ran the kid. I think, what do you have, like five runs, five five actual carries, and then also, you know, they just tried to swing him out and get him out in space and get him, you know, catching a ball and running in space. Um, And then also – early on in the game, I guess, what was it, our second offensive drive? We're starting to move the ball down the field, throw it to Dominique Blaylock. He makes a move, tears his ACL. I mean, we might not have him for for the first half of the year, or the first part of the year next year. It's just a, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Yeah. That and, was- not on, and that doesn't help whenever you have already are starting with not having Cager, uh, and we're not, we don't have Pickens for the first half. Holy hell. We were just, we had nothing. Absolutely no weapons. There's there's actually rumors going around that Fromm has been uh, banged up with a shoulder issue. And, you know, don't get me wrong, that might be true. But at the same time, it's like, we've got Fromm being inaccurate. Fromm has played, I, I'll be the first to say, I love, I've, Always been a big Fromm fan. I'll be the first to say that performance in the SEC championship ain't going to cut it. And it was bad. It was really bad. But on the other end, too, wide receivers were bad. We had several drops. So it's just tough. I don't know, Chance. Sorry, I cut you off because I thought you were about to lose it. Now I'm losing it. Now you take it back. (laughs) Well, and we both kind of talked about when when we felt like this game just was going to get out of hand and and, and for me, 
when when Rod misses that kick uh, there at the very beginning. Uh, man, I'll be honest with you, Rod is Rod is uh, I don't know if he's just feeling his own stuff or, or what's going on there, but the man has not shown up like the legend has foretold uh, in the last last couple seasons. He just he hadn't been there. Well, he was one hundo like halfway through this season. What yeah. was his first his first miss was against South Carolina. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it then was. and then since then, I think he's missed one every other game. At least yeah. one. Which yeah, is he, I mean, you know. Well, and it's like I said, we we're and that's being nitpicky. Obviously the kid has done phenomenal things for us, but at the same time it's like but it's you have to kind of think it's well we're then was good, but now is now, and and we're kind of getting into that that phase with, with Fromm too. It's like, man, where, where are you at? Like we've 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 banked on you, we went with you. It's almost like something has got to be wrong with him. I mean, in terms of uh, an injury or, or or something has happened because he is off. And I don't know if it's he doesn't have somebody nipping at his heels, so he's playing his best ball. I mean, because he's always had Eason, or he's always had. Uh, Justin behind, behind him that's kind of um, kind of pushing him uh, I, but I mean to me that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like it'd be the case but when we got out there on that field uh, they and and let's just and let's put this out there too LSU is healthy they are on fire they are the hottest team in college football I mean they've got that fan base and that group of people love Joe Burrow and love Coach O, and they are just they are feeling it right now. They are, and they were hot, and they were they looked phenomenal. I was pissed off about the holding and all that kind of stuff, but man, they but if they're gonna call it like that, you got to play the game like that. Mm-hmm. Like they were they're holding all over the place and they're not getting the calls. We got to hold. We got to hold them. Just do do what they're do what they're doing. I mean, like you can't. You, you can't say they weren't consistent. Those refs, they were consistent. Um, I don't think yeah, they they put the flags in the pocket, man. They did oh, not yeah. pull them out. Like I mean, they were very very conservative with their with their flags. And so that to me, when when they're playing like that, you gotta you gotta roll with it. And we just didn't we didn't capitalize on any opportun- any of the opportunities. And and you hear a lot of the talk now uh, that. It was very understood that the offense was not good, <laughs> and and I think we we I mean we all knew that, and, and I guess all season it was kind of like well we we've, we've got Fromm and we've got Swift and uh, Cager has stepped up, so eventually this is going to click. Like Blaylock is starting to become a presence. Pickens is finally getting some catches, scoring some touchdowns, and man, it just it never happened. It didn't happen. We had a couple times in this game, and then Fromm's throwing picks. I mean it. I think our uh, even our defense kind of got overwhelmed, but uh, it, they were just it was LSU's time, man. It, it was it was their it was their moment. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, and you mentioned the Rodrigo field goal was kind of the point where you thought, okay, we're we're gonna lose this ball game. I, I told you before we started. Whenever I. <laughs> The play where I knew we were going to lose was whenever Joe Burrow, in like their first offensive drive, Joe Burrow threw a ball, gets batted up in there. I think it was on the third and like long too. Gets batted up in there, he catches it, runs for a first down, like and more. I think fifteen or twenty yards. And I told I, I told uh, my wife I was just like, look, 
if you know LSU's offense is 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 one of the best in the country, if not the best in the country, and if they're going to be as good as they are, and then also get the lucky breaks, we're screwed, because that's the kind of stuff like we used to like when we played LSU back in in uh, 2011. It was actually a, a pretty similar situation. We kept them close at halftime. They pulled away, but they still got like some of the big breaks. You know, they got big special team breaks. And, uh, you know, just got some of, the, some of the lucky balls bounced their way. And that's the kind of stuff that whenever you see a championship team that's not only got the mojo, not only have the preparation or the athletes or the play calling or the scheme, uh, and also just has, like, has whatever it is, the luck on their side, that's when you know you're screwed. And we were screwed pretty quickly, um, pretty early on. And then also, like, you look at that, quote-unquote Heisman moment that people have been posting. Literally the only highlight I've seen from the game since the game because I have not watched. No, I'm not going to watch any highlights. <laughs> but the only thing I have seen is that play towards the end whenever he like does the scramble move. Then Trayvon's got him, then he whiffs, and then Jordan Davis has got him, and then he can't get to him, and then he throws a ball like 50 yards down the field to Jamar Chase on the run. Yep. And then, and then Richie... <laughs> Richie LeCount just like finally catches up to him and all that, but that's the kind of stuff that you know this kid is for real. I don't know how it is. I don't chancy that coach has got to be the best coach in the in the world, Joe Brady, because what he has done with this LSU offense over one year, it doesn't make sense. So good for them. I hope and pray that maybe we will make a similar decision on our offensive side and find somebody that's as smart with the, on the offensive side of the ball as he is because we need something. We need some changes. Well, I'm, uh, I hate to break it to you, but I, I don't, I don't think that's going to be, be happening. Uh, I, don't th- I, I just, I, I'm, especially with the coaching change and, and we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get some of that, but, uh, because obviously losing Pittman and then replacing him with Matt Luke, uh, I feel like we probably would have made a move by now, uh, or, or something similar. Um, yeah, let's to- let's just let's discuss that real quick. Um, I obviously Sam Pittman. I you don't even think about it, like he's been here for four years. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Which is which is incredible. I mean, he came over with Kirby, and Sam Pittman has been. I mean the key to our success uh, one of the the strongest assistant coaches probably in the country and uh, an excellent recruiter and we've got five guys right now that are committed to the dogs one of them actually just decommitted today as we are recording this on the two on excuse me not tuesday it's wednesday um joshua braun who is a uh, four-star i think tackle from uh, florida he decommitted tonight but i mean like you know We've got Matt Luke. That came. This all came about in the in the past like couple days. You know, we got Matt Luke. Sam Pittman's going to Arkansas. Like one, what's your take on Sam Pittman and and what he can do as a head coach at Arkansas? And two, how do you feel about Matt Luke? Well, for me, and, and I guess the the game had just kind of numbed me, so I wasn't really thinking, and I just wasn't ready for that. I guess I hadn't really been thinking about it, but. Mm-hmm. But man, God bless that was that was almost as bad as losing that ball game, <laughs> if not if not worse. I mean that was just that was rough on me. And uh, but then thinking about it, 
that that's the equivalent of us hiring Kirby to to Georgia. I mean, yeah. you're hiring your home your homeboy like you're that and, and that to me thinking about it now, that's the one job we could lose him to. Like I don't I don't know if he goes anywhere else to be a head coach other than Arkansas. Uh because it was just I don't know the way you you hear people talk about him. He is a loyal guy. He is loyal to his players. He didn't want to leave Arkansas when he did. I mean, you, you hear about the way that they wanted to keep him around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, i I think he'll do great. I think he'll do great at Arkansas. Do I think they're going to be a threat in the West? Probably not. I mean, I I don't <laughs> like I say I don't know his head coaching style. I mean, he's never been a head coach that I know of. And uh, no, he hasn't. And, and but always been a phenomenal uh, offensive line coach. But you hear him talk about the way that Kirby, what he learned while he was at Georgia, and and, and all those things. So I mean, I'm I'm excited for him because you just see the the passion that he has and, and the passion that he had while he was with us. I feel like it was genuine, and I think he learned a lot uh, from us being there, and we learned a lot from having him here. And well, we how? don't get we don't get Cade Mays, we don't get Isaiah Wilson, yeah, we don't get. I mean, oh, we're not we're not anywhere where we're at. Those, oh yeah, yeah a, like, lot, a lot of those guys without oh, yeah, Sam Pittman. We're not we're not where we are without him. I mean, that's yeah. very. I mean, obviously, a lot of people think, and I've been one of those. The reason why we got Jim Cheney as our offensive coordinator is for Sam Pittman. It yeah. was a it was yeah. a com, it was a combo deal, yeah. and. Uh, Obviously, getting him was much more important than, than Jim Chaney, but that was the way that was. But we had him for four years, and, and, and they were special. I mean, that was where we had been suffering. So much was on the line. And he he did a 180 on that, and that was our fo- – the trenches were our focus, and he took us to the next level. He made us elite in that position, and uh, that was special. Uh I hate to see him go, but I'm excited for him, and I'm excited that he's there. Uh, I'm, I'm not real sure how he's the head coach, but we'll, if anything, it'll be a fun couple couple years. They'll hang on to him for a long time. He'll be one that they won't get rid of quick. Uh, so, but in terms of Matt Luke, I mean, to me, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not a uh, connoisseur of all of the offensive line coaches across the country <laughs> why not <laughs> <laughs> but everything i'm hearing uh you see a lot of uh dogs that have been tweeting about him uh, and, and that were recruited by him david andrews being one that kind of got circulated there for a little bit i think ben watson tweeted about it too uh everybody was high on matt luke they said he was a great guy mm-hmm. and uh, a great offensive line coach just wasn't a great head coach for ole miss which is a program in turmoil uh, so I'm excited to have him. Uh, everybody's been everybody's been high on him. So I don't know what, what are your what are your thoughts. I'm actually a little opposite of you on Sam Pippen. Not on the fact that he was. I mean, he was instrumental in our, in our team. Not I'm not and I'm not different on my opinion on that. I think he was incredible for this team. Meant a lot for this offense. And like you said, we would not be where we are without Sam Pippen. Where I differ from you is that it's not very often that an offensive line coach makes the jump from offensive line coach to head coach of any program. And if they do, it's not going to be now given 
Arkansas is terrible right now. It's as bad as it's ever been, which is saying something because they've been pretty bad over the past like uh, ten years, especially since Darren McFadden's been gone. <laughs> been gone. <laughs> uh, they've been pretty dang bad. Well, you go in there and you're like, okay, if this was like a, I don't know, a Georgia Southern or something like that, different story. You know, offensive line coach, coach or like some sort of position coach can come in there and, and make, a, make a difference and, you know, build a team. And the SEC, particularly the West, no, 0% chance. I think, I think he might be out of there in like two years or so. And I'm not. I don't. I don't wish this on him. I hope he has success. I mean, I hope he beats up on Alabama. I hope he beats up on Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss now or LSU, whatever. But uh, I just doubt it. <laughs> That's the best way for me to put it. Well, I, 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 I'm not. I think I'm not expecting them to to compete for the West by any means. Um, but you're you're talking about getting to the point where they can. Because when I, I guess for me, I'm looking at it from Arkansas's perspective. They kind of realize they have no hope. And so it's it's kind of a it's a good feel higher for them because it Sam, is Sam Pittman's a, a the the name that they all know and, and they all love, and so for them you you can kind of you can read all the the comments and the the way people are talking about him and everybody is just they're getting all the warm fuzzy tinglys about him him coming back. I do, like I said, I do not. I mean, I don't expect. I, I guess what I'm saying, him have success. To me, it's more of like getting to five six wins i mean and like starting to to bring guys in and i do i think he's going to get there i truly don't know i mean he it's kind of a i think they'll hang on to him for a while just because he'll be the he'll he'll be that guy that everybody feels good about and um but anyway i who knows it's that like i said that's the only that's the only job i feel like he would have left for like or that somebody would have come at him for for that, so I, I don't know. It's 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 interesting for sure. Uh, if anything, it's just fun to talk about. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and I I hope the best for him. It's just kind of like whenever you need a resurgence, whenever you need like life support, like Arkansas does, you go out and you hire a bigger name than that. I'll be honest with, you. and and I've read that he was actually pretty far down their list. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he's a guy that, you know. It has he has roots in Arkansas? I think he could probably recruit Arkansas. He's going to bring in some big hogs, but I think what Sam Pittman's going to offer to Arkansas is going to pretty much be what he offered to Georgia, and on a lesser scale because they, how the hell are you going to try to like sell a kid on coming to an Ar- Arkansas team who won? I just checked two games last year. <laughs> it's an even <laughs> or this number. Year. Yeah, well, two games. And get this. Sorry, I just want to look at the schedule real quick. So their two wins are against Prairie State, the first game of the season. They got beat by Ole Miss in the second week. And then they beat uh, Colorado State at home 55-34, uh, to 34, which is really high scoring. Holy cow. Then they lost to San Jose State. They lost every SEC game. And towards the end of the season, they lost to Western Kentucky 45-19 to 19 at home. That's when you know. You need a better hire, and I and I and I know I I'm, I hope the best for Sam Pittman, but this was not the leap that he needed to take. He needed to try to like maybe maybe move to a smaller program and then go to like an Arkansas or something like that. But uh, oh, yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes. As far as Matt Luke goes, uh, my opinions I agree. I, my opinion on him is I love 
a coach. The fact that he's already been a head coach, I love <laughs> because he's already experienced that. He's experienced, you know, like a losing season, and now he's now he's in the position where he's like, okay, like I've already experimented. Uh, I'm pretty content being an offensive line coach, kind of thing, right? And let's see if we can win some championships at Georgia. So I love that mindset. But then on top of that, I also love that he's been an interim. He was the interim head coach before they hired him for last this past season because basically interim coach is like basically the coaches usually the players not decide but they have a say in a way you know they they you know pretty much he was a player favorite coach and so that speaks a lot for him I mean he's got to I mean he's got to be a guy that can sell Georgia as well as Sam Pittman did because these kids that we have right now, like I said, there was one decommitment tonight, and then we have four, four, four to five star players that are still still committed to us, and we need to retain all all four of them, and then find another one to fill the other spot. So, anyway, um, it's just it's worth noting that Sam Pittman departure, I think, was expected at some point, but how quickly it was right after that game, <laughs> and I hate. Like today, today's college football world. I mean, obviously it's such a business, but man, there's there's no time for like these kids are like, oh, love Coach Pittman, and then it's like, okay, he's in Fayetteville, <laughs> like the next day. I mean, yeah. my gracious! You know, he was supposed to, he was supposed to be at the gala Sunday night where all yeah. the players got their awards, and and that was one of the ways that people knew that he wasn't he he would go because he would go he wasn't there. Uh, it. Oh man, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I guess for, for him, I'm just kind of being hopeful. Like maybe it's more of like wishing you success because you, you did great for us, and it doesn't really impact us because we ain't gonna play you. So <laughs> it's uh, just go cause some chaos. But yeah, I mean, he. It's just. I'm hoping for the best for him, but it's yeah. just not not a good scenario. Not well, a good now, spot. Now when you've got now when you've got LSU playing at the level that they are, Alabama playing at the level they're at. Auburn's always has seems to be trending in a positive direction. Uh the West is getting uh the West is getting crowded and um and Arkansas's not gonna have a seat at the table next year. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, you know, the funny thing is I was thinking about LSU uh independent of that of that game. Uh, but you know LSU, I could honestly see them having a pretty big drop off this year and uh, in, going into next year because, well, one, I don't really know who their quarterback's going to be, and that's going to be a big thing because Joe Burrow decided that he wanted to be a Heisman candidate, and lo and behold, he's going to win the Heisman. Period. Um, and that's, I'll be honest, that's an impressive thing because, well, one, Justin Fields has been incredible this year. It pains me to say it, but kid has been kid has been incredible, and you know that's all I'll say about that. And then there's there's several other guys. I mean there's there's a couple good running backs that have been incredible. There's also I mean Jalen Hurts has played really well. Um, it's just been I mean it's a big year for him to be a standout t- uh, guy, and for what he has done uh, this year, he has uh, pretty much separated from the group. So. Anyway, I'm not gonna like sit here and, and freaking salivate over Joe Burrow's Heisman candidate candidacy, but uh, 
it's just well, it not just, a... it it shows it shows chemistry. I mean, I I think they it was kind of an all stars aligning kind of deal. I mean, you got Joe Brady comes in, you have a the the, the talent at the receiver at the in the receivers receiving core, and, and Burrow just kind of hitting his stride and and, and that that kind of player because uh, honestly, like Joe Brady, whoever he gets next year, between them two, it could be a slightly above average offense. Like they yeah. may not have that same chemistry that takes them to the next level, and uh, it, and, it's just, and they're also going to lose a lot of defensive talent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that 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 all that all adds up, and uh, and and kind of what separates the the elites is who can do it year after year, and I'm very interested to see how they how they fare. Uh, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm pulling for them the whole way. I mean, I, I think I, I, I want them to, to win it all, uh, because. How many points do you think are going to be scored in that Oklahoma game? Oh my God. Uh, I'm trying. Well, let's see. I'm going to go. I'll do. I'll do eighty-three. It's actually a pretty good number, Chance. I'm gonna say, I'm like, say 83. Dang, man, you've been living in Vegas for a little while. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's like a 40, literally like a 48 to 56 ball game. Like, so what is that? I'm not, I'm, I'm not as good, I'm not as good at, <laughs> at math. 94, is that right? I'm not as good at math as I used to be. Uh, no, sh- wait. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say? Fifty six. I don't know, but I'm just enjoying this. hundred and four. <laughs> I was gonna see how long it took you. Um, okay. Well, it took me as long as I could pull up my calculator. <laughs> oh gracious! Oh man! Well, uh, all right. My 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 brain is fried. I'm sorry. Well, so I guess we've been talking about other teams. We've been talking about coaching and all that stuff. Uh, so where do you think where do you think we're at? Um, I think we want to save most of the bowl game stuff before the bowl game. Uh, we've got a little bit of time before we get there. But as a as a team, where where is where are your feelings right now? Kind of kind of across the board. The state of the program. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's here's my thoughts. Here is that this is going to be one of those like defining moments in in Kirby Smart's career. You know. You lose your mainstay offensive line coach. There's talk about Dan Lanning going to Florida State because he's connected to the kid, the kid, the coach that is moving from Memphis to Florida State. Um, Del McGee seems to be solid and and sticking around, which is huge. I mean, that's big. Um, what kind of moves are we going to make on offense? Or is it is it going to be different? Uh, what is Fromm doing? Is Fromm going to stay or is he going to go? If he stays, is he actually healthy? Is he going to obviously get healthy over this over the year? I mean, how does it make you feel about Alabama next year? That's our third game of the season. Um, if Fromm leaves, this is important to note. If Fromm leaves, there's two grad transfer quarterbacks that we are interested in, one of them being Derek King from Houston. Houston oh, my gosh. I used to say in Houston County. <coughs> Excuse me. Houston, I threw I got thrown way off uh, from Houston, and then there's also Jordan Love from Utah State. 
who is who, I mean, don't you know? You hear me say Utah State, and you're like, what? No, he's a good quarterback, very accurate quarterback. Um, so we got you know what is from decision is going to be. DeAndre Swift is as good as gone. Andrew Thomas is gone, like period. <laughs> he's he might be the first player taken off the board, period. Um, so we've got that. We're going to lose minimal talent on our defense I mean very minimal basically just J.R. Reed and I don't think Richie will go so it's like okay let's see what we got how many of our assistant coaches are gonna are we gonna retain are we gonna make changes on offense if we make changes on offense you know is it gonna be suitable for from or is it going to be something like all right well what we did this year you know where you look at what Coley trying to do, and it sh- could have been an RPO concept, concept, and then also you know just like spreading the ball out. Uh, but you know, to be honest with you, RPOs don't work if you don't have a running quarterback. So you're looking at what are we going to do offensively, defensively? Is Dan Lanning going to stay? I hope he does. But regardless, that's going to be fine. I'm not worried about the defense. We're going to return so many players. Um, yeah, who who's going to leave? And um, on top of that, uh, am I going to be able to move my season tickets down to the lower level this year? <laughs> the real question. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Sorry, was that a lot? <laughs> no, that, well, you, you, I said across the board, and you went across the board. Yeah. Uh, defensively, I, I think you're pretty spot on. I, I think – I would love to keep landing. Uh, the man proved his worth this year. Uh, from a talent perspective, we are young and we are deep. We are. Mm-hmm. We kind of. We talked about it at the end of last year, beginning of this year. Somehow we ended up younger this year than we were the year before, and we were young the year before. But we just had so many juniors go early last year. Big key playmakers that it kind of put us in a bind, kind of. It put us in a major bind, especially offensively, because we just – a lack of experience this year. And we were never um, – well, let me finish on defense. From a defense perspective, I, I think we're good. I, I think I, – I feel confident. Uh, but from an offensive well, – Well, who, who leaves? Yeah. I, I mean, defensively. I mean, it's J.R. Reed and – Like, Tyler Clark is gone. David Marshall. Monty. Who – Monty's a junior, I think. Well, yeah. well, what's what's Tay? What's Tay? Is Tay? Oh yeah, Tay Tay's gone. Tay's yeah, gone. Tay, that's what I was actually saying. Tay, and um, but hell, Monty Monty might leave. I don't know why, but you never know. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, I do too. But I, I said that about a lot of people last year. <laughs> Look where that well, got me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, those receivers and, and and let's let's be honest, it showed. <laughs> we didn't think it was going to. We were like, we made every excuse in the book before the season started. In our season preview, we should go back and listen to it because we said, ah, you know what, these receivers, I got faith in them. And you know what, we did have some playmakers, but then one of them got hurt. Uh, you know, Jeremiah Hallman. Well, <laughs> that happened. Uh, Anyway, sorry, well, go ahead. It, but, but that kind of leads me into this year, our, our lack of experience on the receiving on the, in the receiving core just screwed us up. And mm-hmm. I feel like you will also go back to that season preview and hear me say a generic statement that I think has kind of bled into the entire season is 
we needed Fromm to be a leader. And I don't know how much of that happened, to be real honest. Because also to be a leader on the team, you got to lead by example on the field. And we just didn't have anything. Well, I mean, I mean like the past two years, I mean, how many times did we sit back and say, Jake Fromm is a gamer? That guy just wins ball games. It doesn't matter how ugly it gets at the end of the ball game. Like when we were playing Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl, I was like, man, I there's nobody I'd rather have us leading down the field right now. Whenever we went down to to, to score and tie the ball game up. So halfway through this season, I was like, who the hell is this guy? No, and and that and it and it it showed and everything. And like we said, we just we kept. I kept being nostalgic in, in how I'm approaching from, but and I still think he's very gifted and, and, and talented. Obviously, we've seen what he can do, and um and so I I just I I think offensively we're we're we're, we're in a bind, and I don't I think we've got the we've receiving receiver wise. I mean Pickens is going to be great. I, I'm very I'll be honest. I'm I'm very worried about where we kind of go from here. I, I don't know if it's just an experience thing. I, I don't I don't feel good about it, to, to be honest. I, I hope by the time we get to Baylor, we're a little bit healthier uh, and we can see something. But since that Texas game, man, I mean, we had a couple glimpses this season. Florida, we played pretty good offensively. We moved the ball. First few quarters of Auburn, or first only a couple drives of Auburn, we looked good. Uh Man, I I don't know I don't know where I don't know where we we go. Uh, just I, I think because I, I don't think we get rid of Coley. I, I mean, just the way it's leaning, I don't I don't think Coley's going anywhere. Man, offensive coordinators, there's no job in the world I would rather not have <laughs> than being an offensive coordinator at the University of Georgia because we we bitch about every one of them. Oh yeah, we do. Oh yeah, and I mean Mark Rick called plays, Bobo called plays, and then we had, my gracious, we had Schottenheimer. <laughs> oh man, he got he got ran out of town with pitchforks basically. Did you know that he's offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks? Yep, and and their offense. I mean, given you have Russell Wilson, one of the greatest quarterbacks probably of all time, he will get in the Hall of Fame eventually, but yeah. Uh, he's the offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks right now. Yeah, that blows my mind. I saw I saw in one game, and I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Does Schottenheimer <laughs> have a twin? <laughs> but anyway, so I I, I think um I, I'm I I feel like Kirby's going to give Coley another season. Uh, I don't think he's going to get rid of him. Do I agree with that? No, but is that where we're at? I mean, I think so, and. Uh, and that's so. Like I said, we're not there internally, and we're just sitting here just blabbering on about it. But uh, I feel like he's gonna, and, and maybe by the time we publish this and post it, it'll I'll be wrong. But I feel pretty confident that it won't be. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he's gonna make a change either. And and I don't know, man. I mean, our offense was so decimated by injuries and and decimated by retention from last year and 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 everything i mean it's it's tough for me i agree it's tough for me to feel good about the offense going into next year 
I mean, was Fromm completely healthy? I don't know. If he was not completely healthy, then I don't feel good. I really don't feel good. I mean, how has this guy regressed in the system? We can't we can't be one-dimensional as far as our QB play. I mean, you look at every successful team. All right, look at – well, okay. I was about to say look at every team in the in the Final Four. College football playoff. You got LSU, you got Oklahoma, you got Ohio State, and you got uh, Clemson. Clemson's the only one that doesn't have a true dual-threat quarterback. Surprisingly, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is actually pretty quick. <laughs> I don't. He doesn't look like a quick guy. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, then you got Jalen Hurts, who is actually more of a like nowadays is like pretty much primarily a running back. Running, run. Well, he's pretty much running back. Yeah. And then Ohio, Ohio State, you got Justin Fields, who I think he threw one interception this year, and then he is he's run for several touchdowns. I think he's thrown like forty. So yeah. Um, we need to move to a dual threat quarterback. We just do, and I that's not a that's not a shot towards Fromm. I love Fromm, but we just do. That's just how college football is going, and uh, it's it, nowadays like the NFL starting to have a dual threat quarterback. You see a guy like Lamar Jackson be potentially the MVP. Russell Wilson's been in the league for a while, and now everybody's like, oh my gosh, Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, he's like kind of like Lamar Jackson is now. It's like, well, yeah, he's been in there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you got, I mean, you got. Patrick Mahomes, they're not a, they're not a primary. They don't run first, but they can run, and when they do, it can be lethal. Well, I you got to find the able, du- yeah the dual threats that are actually like extremely accurate too with their passing. Yeah, yeah those guys that can that can throw the ball on the run accurately and, and can make yeah. can, can can make they can go out there and make you place and uh, but I'm I'm still early on, but I'll, I'll be real honest with you, man. I'm I'm pretty concerned about our trajectory and in Kirby's I mean and the thing is we're, the, the season's not over I just really wish it could just be over I do not want to play in the Sugar Bowl <laughs> yeah. I never thought when I was growing up that I would just be like so disappointed that we're in the Sugar Bowl and I wouldn't want to play in the Sugar Bowl like I'm, <laughs> I'm like used to that would be the thing that I wanted to be at it's like I want to be at the Sugar Bowl that's the place yeah. you want to be and now past two years it's like they turned the Sugar Bowl into a constellation prize, and it's yeah. it's and obviously it's just the way the playoff structure set up. But uh, I, I kind of well, just it does suck because yeah. it t- it takes away from it. I yeah. mean, I, I when we won back in uh, 2007, you know, given it was against Hawaii and we blew blew them out, but like it meant something. It didn't didn't matter who we were playing, but it meant something that we won the Sugar Bowl and you carry that momentum into the next year. Now the Sugar Bowl is just like. Hey, like ah, like you came close. Well, I'd like to say constellation. You almost made it. Got to got to be quicker than that. <laughs> got to be quicker than that. But I, I think I, I'm gonna be, be ready to make a better assessment coming up in, in the next few weeks to see if what changes we've made, and uh, and obviously the bowl game will 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 help determine some of that, but. Uh, I'm not. Maybe I got PTSD from the end of last year and just getting all these guys just stepping away and not playing. And um, but the, the nice thing is we have so many guys that can't leave this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're just they're just too young. And mm-hmm. uh, which I'm hoping what we got to have is we got to have some 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 leadership and some guys that want this team to succeed uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And um, 
and don't know who that is. Don't know who that's going to be. I mean, I think Zeus is going to be a special kid uh, once we can start getting him a bulk of the carries. Um, well, get ready because James Cook and Z- Zeus, they're going to be the boys this, oh, yeah. in that game. So let's see what they, they can actually do whenever they are, you know, completely unleashed in this game. Yeah, so uh, I'm, like I said, hoping we, we, we get healthy and uh, man, I'm just uh, – I don't know. I don't know what to do. Probably gonna go home. Probably just go home and cry. So, <laughs> well, you you saw and and you know yeah. Obviously, we'll save the full like Baylor uh, preview for. Uh, I guess we'll try to do something after Christmas for that because uh, it's on New Year's Day. But the thing about it is, before that was announced, I you know texted our group text and was just like, I pray to goodness we do not play Baylor because it is the exact worst spot that we could play them in. And it feels just like Texas. You know, we're playing a team that just lost in the Big 12 championship. We just lost in the SEC championship. Actually, both either, both of us, if we had won, Baylor may have snuck their way in. I still think they would put LSU in that four spot if we had won. But, you know, Baylor could have, technically. Um, but anyway, so you, you have the letdown there, but it's still the best season that Baylor's had since, you know, they had all the uh, stuff go on with the, yeah, anyway, all the all the stuff in the background. Well, anyway, um, you got a team that's motivated to be there. You got a team that had a national championship aspirations and was set and ready and has the talent to do that. Um, and then you have a team that's just a fighting team, just a bad spot for the dogs. It, it doesn't feel good. If we win this game, it actually will mean a lot to me. I think it's very important that we win this game. Very, very important. But I, I don't feel good about it. No. And it's not and it's not because like I, I think we have better talent than than excuse me than Baylor. Um, offense doesn't feel good. We're not gonna have Swift. We're not gonna have. Well, I don't know Andrew Thomas. I don't know if he's gonna play. Jarrell Reed said he's gonna play. Uh, but man, I I just don't feel good about this as Sugar Bowl matchup because it's gonna be the same thing as last year, except for maybe without the tweeting where like we should have been in there because w- w- whenever you get your ass kicked in the SEC championship, you know you don't deserve to be in there. Uh, but maybe without the tweeting, maybe it'll be different. Maybe we'll be a little bit more motivated. But uh, we can only hope that we can come in there and have our have our you know game plan ready to go and just be business like and let's let's take care of business because. Like you said, it's kind of a consolation prize at this point, but at the very least, it's something that you can hang your hat on, you know, going into next year. So anyway, I won't do. A, obviously, we won't do a full fledged preview, but just wanted to. I was about to say, say, there's your Sugar Bowl preview, folks. And we're going in. <laughs> it does. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel good. No, absolutely not. But uh, anything else that's on your heart, G? Well, there's a lot of things on my heart, Chancy. Oh, I did want to bring up. I, I said Jr. earlier. Uh, they were he was asked if if he was going to play this weekend, and quote, uh, "The dogs are still playing, and I'm still a dog." Th- thank you, Jr. Thank you. <laughs> that's a, that's you, the may, one. you may you may have missed that swatting that ball away on that first touchdown in the SEC championship, but damn, that was a. I love that. I love it. Well, there were so, so many anyway. touchdowns after his that you kind of forget. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Well, and then he also mentioned in that same little interview there that uh, that he knew at game five of this season that 
he knew what our offense was and that they were gonna have the defense was gonna have to step up and and make a play. And I was like, "Dang, son, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a telling statement there." But uh, we who was what was game five? Was that Tennessee? Um, I don't even I haven't even looked to see what that game was. Um, I think it was, I think it was Tennessee. We scored like forty five points in that game. Well, I mean, uh, it was still kind of it was still ugly. Well, I mean, they were all ugly. No, it was it was, and we had a defensive touchdown. We were either down or only up by like a touchdown at halftime in that game. Um, but no, I uh, oh one thing that we didn't talk about was Mike Bobo got uh, well he technically resigned, but I think he basically got fired from the Colorado State job. Um, he is now going to be the offensive coordinator for South Carolina. Um, I think him and Kirby, um, obviously, are very close, best man in his wedding. I had just read recently that Joe Cox was actually part of that deal, and that's one of the reasons why it hit a snag with Kirby because you don't you don't just bring along a guy like Joe Cox onto this staff. Oh my god! <laughs> I just read that. That might be like speculation, but I just read that like. Ten minutes ago, Is he, did he go to South Carolina? Did, do we know if Joe Cox went to South Carolina? I would assume he did. Yeah, I mean, cause <laughs> he, yeah. It, well. I don't know if it's a a, a a package deal or what, but that's what I that's what I read. But um, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that, well, I, I kind of have feelings around that too. But anyway, so I'm I'm kind of I didn't know how I felt. I, I would love to have had Bobo back, but at the same time, I don't know if that's the move we want to make. Uh, and kind of in the long run, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, so maybe uh, by the next time you hear from us, we'll we may have a different offensive coordinator. Highly doubt it, but uh, maybe Agreed. maybe maybe we're wrong. Um, but hey, dog dogs dog till I die. I don't know how I don't know how else to phrase that. I was gonna say you can't <laughs> say dogs on top because we ain't no. on top right now. <laughs> Oh man, uh, we we below we below sea level. Uh, yeah. So. Well, let's just uh, you know everybody have a merry Christmas and enjoy the holidays, and uh, we'll kind of like feel good, you know, coming into the Sugar Bowl, like not even from football, but just like you know everybody's like happy about the holidays and everything like that. Maybe that'll make everybody feel a little bit better about this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll ke- catch back with everybody, uh, you know, probably right before New Year's Eve. Um, and kind of give you a little uh, preview then. But uh, until then, just trust that we're going to make – this coaching staff is going to make the right decisions. Uh, I think that we're going to see a little bit more of – more players stay and and, and actually, you know, play in this this Sugar Bowl game and, you know, give their effort in this game. But uh, let's just uh, keep shopping, man. 